Father, I thank you this morning for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. You have been faithful to us in the first service. In this service also we pray that your word will come with precision. Let it come with power. Let it bring deliverance, saving, grace, and knowledge to everyone that heareth it. In Jesus' precious name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Please take your seat wherever you are. Everybody be seated. Apart from the ushers, I want everyone to be seated. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, pastors, for um, the service. We want to quickly enter into the word of God. We want to quickly enter into the word of God. I am talking on what I title spiritual encounters for a change of level. There are certain encounters you must have in life if some things will change in your life. Or say, encounter in tree, how do you call it? <laughs> I am talking about an impunimpu, a encounter. Before some things will change in your life. There are certain spiritual encounters. I said to you that one of the catalysts, Adibakua, Emma, Ebua, a Christopher, Enya, Sachaye, and Sisaye, any is the catalyst for change in the life of a believer is the Spirit of God. And I showed you from Scripture that until you meet the Spirit of God, don't expect any change in your life. Because that is the power of God that has been given to every believer to cause a change in our life. Are you here with me this morning? If you and I will experience any change in life, our desire must be to receive the spirit of God. To have a spiritual encounter. And I will show you from the life of Jesus Christ. When you read the book of Matthew, chapter number 3, verse number 16 until 17, the Bible said, after his baptism, as Jesus came out of the water, the heavens were open, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved son, who brings me great joy. People of God, take note of this. Jesus was a normal person until he was baptized. He was very normal. Nobody knew him. He went to the river Jordan and was baptized by John the Baptist. Then from there, the Bible said, the Spirit of God came upon him. The baptism wasn't the, wasn't the thing that changed the life of Jesus Christ. It was when he was baptized, the Bible said, the heavens opened. And the spirit of God came like a dove. Now people of God, look at it. 
you when you are baptized don't expect heaven to open <laughs> don't expect heavens to open for some of you as i'm talking now you are saying okay man of god when is the next baptism no 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 jesus is the one that brings down the spirit of god are you here with me now after he brought the spirit of god the spirit now is dwelling here you don't need it to come down from heaven again are you here with me so the bible said he saw the spirit of god descend upon him like a dove and the bible said after the spirit of god came before a voice was heard god will never talk to you until you know his spirit until you are familiarized with his spirit you can the reason why you are struggling having direction from god hearing from god is because the spirit that must bring down the voice is not with you no you are a christian i know you can be a christian but may not have the operational of the spirit of god in your life ube to me a christian but nyanku ponhuhuno ebe to me e te say your friend is uh, electric current uh, flow through wire but at the end of the day there is no power being generated to your bulbs you are not receiving light in your house the reason being that the power is there you have not turned on the switch a kosombo is generating power but to you the switch that you need to activate that power have not been turned on the spirit of God is lying dormant in a lot of believers. Until the day you activate the spirit of God, you, your transformation begins from there. Let me help you understand. God is working every day. The day you discovered him, that is the day he starts working with you. You didn't get me. Bible says, do you understand me? Do you know why I believe that? The reason being that in the same service that you are in now, somebody will receive a breakthrough. You will not receive it. Who was at work that day? Was he a different God? He's the same God who was at work. But the reason why you didn't get it and somebody got it is because that day the person had an understanding you didn't have. The day you have the understanding, you also have yours. So it means that every day God is working. Every day the power of God is at work. But the day you choose to believe and start working in faith, that is the day you encounter that power. You never experience change until the, the spirit I'm talking about begins to work in your life. I showed you a scripture in the book of Genesis that God created heaven and earth. The Bible said, after the creation, everything was dark. Everything was void. Everything was empty. But the Bible said, when the spirit of God saw emptiness, he began to hover around. When he saw darkness, he began to move. And I know right now, wherever aspect of your life that there is darkness, wherever aspect of your life that is emptiness, every question in your heart, as you begin to question from the spirit the bible said when the lord saw that there is darkness upon the earth he sent forth his spirit the spirit of god began working the spirit of god began to hover around genesis chapter number one verse number two the bible said the spirit of god began to hover around the surface of the deep then the voice of god was heard 
The spirit of God always precedes the voice of God. Understand this thing. If you will have a spiritual encounter that will change your life, you don't need oil. You don't need water. You don't need what? What is it that he's been giving you again? Salt. You need the spirit of God. The spirit of God is the power of God. Now, I can give you inkuto if the spirit of God doesn't feel it, it will not do anything to you. I can give you water if the spirit of God doesn't feel it. He is the, the, the agent that causes the change. The whole thing is that, that you can do all the chemistry. If the man is not there, the change you are expecting will not come. But I see a change happening in your life. Because understanding brings change. Anything you understand, if you change. You see, when you know one plus one equals to two, when you go to the exam room, you cannot go and write three. You write three, it means you don't understand. <laughs> one plus one equals to why will you write three? Oh, me and I'm shed and I'm troll. You have to understand whatever you don't understand, you cannot generate a result for it. People of God, now having said this thing, I want to take you a little further. When the Spirit of God is introduced into your life, He begins a certain work in your life. He starts a work. And the work He does in you and I, our life, is that He begins to bring changes. He begins to cause a certain stirring within you that will bring a certain change. That change is what you need. Yes, it is the change you needed. But you see, the ways of God are not the ways of man. The Bible says, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. It said, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways. So when God sent down his spirit into sister or anyone, your life, the way you think God should do his work is not the way the spirit of God will begin it. Anytime the spirit of God enters your life and enters your affairs, when he enters your marriage, he brings a certain change. And normally, 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 he starts by subtracting from you before he adds to your life. <laughs> so in the first service, I gave you a demonstration. But in the second service, I want to continue from what I started. In the first service, I introduced you to the dimension of the wilderness encounter the Spirit of God will take you through. Anyone that meets the Spirit of God or anybody that desires a transformation from the Spirit of God, you will go through the wilderness. There are so many things around you that the Spirit of God will put away so that you can hear Him. The wilderness is a place of training for you. It's a place of discipline.
discipline for the believer. The wilderness is a place where you learn the ways of God. And you learn to trust God. One of the encounters you will have in the wilderness is what I call the encounter of suffering. The encounter of what? The encounter of what? Suffering. When you suffer, it produces toughness within you. Anytime you hear faith, we talk about faith. A lot of time when we talk about faith, people only affirm faith. We, we associate faith with great works. Is it not true? So, like you do great things. A lot of times, sometimes faith is not just about doing great things. Sometimes the faith you need is for you to endure some things. When you read Hebrews chapter number 11, verse number 35, the big part of the Hebrews 11, 35, you see, when you read from verse 1, the Bible spoke about how faith achieved great works with men. It spoke about Abraham, how he believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. He spoke about Samson, Jephthah. He spoke about great men who operated in faith, and how the walls of Jericho came down through faith. Now, one of the things also that is recorded in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, when you read from 35 downwards, he spoke about a certain group of people who the faith they had, they use it to endure hardship. Sometimes God will introduce certain situations into your life, my lady. It may not be favorable. It may not be what you desire to see. But God will give you the faith to endure that situation. Remember, when you read James chapter 1 verse number 3, it said the testing of your faith, it produces endurance that helps you to grow. Keep me at Hebrews 11.35. Let's look at that scripture. Look at what it said. Hebrews 11.35. It said, Women received their loved ones back again from the dead. Yeah, because they believe God. You remember that day, the Bible said Jesus went and touched uh, uh, the coffin of a certain boy and the young man rose up from the dead. You remember that? Yeah, that is what he's talking about. The widow of Zarephath. You remember even Elisha uh, helped one widow like that, one woman like that. And the son died eventually. The man of God brought back. back. So he's talking about women receiving their child back from the death. Now, but look at it. He said, but others. But others. There are other people who their story is not something you can Glorify. This is how anyone. Their story is not something you rejoice about. But others, the Bible said, others were tortured. There are some of us that are holding on to some things. We are going through some difficulties like that. You belong to the others group. You also, I say to you, the same faith that brought back somebody's child from the dead, you need the same faith to undergo the torture. Am I talking to a believer this morning? 
Abigail. And yet they be an Ojidie Ebema wasre. Sometimes a Jidien and Yankupon de Bemaono is for you to endure. Paul said to Timothy, endure hardship as a good soldier of Christ. Military men go through hardship. They go through training. I had a classmate who joined the military when we graduated from school. <laughs> when they were in training, the, Bible, uh, the, uh, the brother went to visit him and he did not sought permission to go and see the brother. In front of the brother, his brother was telling me they made him carry electric pole and he was running around in front of the family. <laughs> Discipline numero N. <laughs> you need faith also to endure the torture of men. You may be facing some condition, men may be laughing at you. You need the faith to endure it. You may be going through some challenges, people may look at you as if you are the old one out. A child of God, a daughter of God. I am talking to you that. Faith must be generated in you to endure hardship. He mm, 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 mm. said, but others were tortured, refusing to turn from God in order to be set free. They told them, why wouldn't you renounce your faith? We will set you free. But they said, no. We cannot give up on our faith. We cannot stop worshiping God because of what we are going through. What are you going through right now? That challenge came so that you will stop worshiping God. It came to stop you from believing in God. One of the things Jesus went through, one of the temptations he went through, Satan told him, you know what? I gave you, I can give you all this wealth if only you will worship me. If only you can bow down for me, I'll give you money. I'll give you that. The man was hungry. Tell me any hungry man that sees food in front of him and say, because of a GDN, a Dianenemendi. Huh? Goody. A comedo. A new Dianenemendi. Who see me with GDN? Mindy. Sometimes when I'm fasting and my wife is home, immediately she asks me, What will you eat? I want to throw my fasting away. And me personal question, you understand me. Immediately you ask me that question when I'm fasting, eh? you take my mind off. Will you imagine free soon soon yama? So Eddie buy a friend is there. So I told her, you know what? And when you see me wake up in the morning and I'm not talking to anybody, don't ask me any questions. Hallelujah. No, 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 no. So when he sees me and my face change in a certain way, then she knows that this guy don't approach him right now. No, I you know. Let me not go there. But I want to help you understand this thing. That there are other people called others that need to endure 
with their feet. Right now, it will look as if nothing is happening in your life. Whilst you come to church, other people are celebrating God for the new contract they have hit. For the new job that they have, they have gotten. For the new marriages that God has given them. For the new babies they have received. You are enduring your joblessness. You are enduring that marriage that is not working. You may be enduring that job that is not producing results. Whilst your friend is, is signing new contracts. <laughs> child of God, I want to help you understand your time will come. Am I here with somebody? The Bible said, weeping may endure but for a night, but joy will come in the morning. The Bible said, according to Psalm 37 verse number 25, I have been young but now I am old. I have not seen the righteous forsaken and neither he see the beg for bread. You shall not beg for bread. Weeping is just enduring but for a season. You shall overcome that weeping. Your joy will come Come in the morning. Your joy will come. Trust me, God never disappoints. God will never disappoint you. You will go through the suffering. It's one of the things every believer must. See, nowadays we are not told as Christians that we will go through suffering. We think that Christianity is all about bread and butter. So immediately a Christian goes through some small challenge or the devil is at work. No, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. It's not everything about the devil. Sometimes God introduces some things into your life because he has introduced the spirit of God into your life. Are you here with me? Anytime the spirit of God comes into your life, he needs to remove from you what we call humanity and introduce supernatural things into your life. So the spirit of God will only add to you until he removes what is not necessary in your life. The removal period in our life is what we don't like as believers. My one and only, I cannot live without him. Are you here with me? You have to endure. You have to go through it. You have to go back to the, 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 the Hebrew scripture. You, you see, you need to go through that torture. Because the torturing will bring a certain result in your life. Can you imagine a pregnant woman who has cried for baby for years. And one day woke up and took a seed and saw her stomach begin to protrude and she loves the stomach so much that she doesn't want to give birth to the baby again. She just wants the pregnancy to be there. Ha ha ha. You know, you know what I'm talking about right now. You know, understand me. You see, once you love the stomach too much and you don't want the baby again, the stomach becomes a curse to you. Hello. If you want the baby, that stomach must come flat again before the baby will come out. Hallelujah. You have to lose the pregnancy. When I say lose the pregnancy, not that the baby will die. But once the baby must come out. If you enjoy, there are people who take photograph, baby shower. Is that how they call it? Eh? Baby shower. <laughs> the 
They love the pregnancy period to the point that they don't want every time they want to take picture with it. Chami say, no, I hear your phone say, yeah, be must your phone on a bar, a bay But every mother understands that until a child will be born, you will go through the labor pain. You know that the labor pain, you have to go through it. That is the point at which you have a testimony. Your testimony only comes after the labor pain. Imagine a farmer who is holding a mango seed in his hands and say, this seed here, I love the seed too much, I don't want to throw it away. You can never have another mango until that seed falls into the ground and die. Are you here with me? God wants to do something in your life, but until you go through the meal, you cannot be refined. Adina wukumwe neno, eye nyankupwa nkasa nishisheye. Eye nishisheye obe yefri ho. Are you here with me? Malaga bashetele havo shetahayes. You will overcome. I say you will overcome. The Bible said Jesus went through the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. That man went through the wilderness. And imagine the person he was entertaining in the wilderness. Satan. You would have thought that when you are fasting, when you are praying, when, when, when things are difficult for you, angels are supposed to come and be singing hallelujah chorus for you. But in the wilderness of Jesus Christ, who was there? Satan was the one singing to him. Ah, will you not do this? I can imagine the torture. Every morning when you wake up, then Satan will come. Are you still praying? But come, stop the prayer. I have food for you here. Come and do this thing. You will get food to eat. Then Jesus will say, come up for there. I no go do. Then, imagine this thing. You, you would have thought that in your spiritual journey, in your spiritual encounter, who do you expect to be talking to you? Is it not God? You wanted to hear the voice of God. Rather, the voice of Satan is what is apparent to you. A nina otino. Imagine fasting now, oye nina no. Now, as you are fasting, other things are running through your mind. Other things are running through your mind. Other things are running through your mind. That is what I'm talking about. They will be trying you. It will be testing your faith. It will be pushing you hard. Give up my brother. Give up. Give up my brother. Give up. Give up my brother. Don't continue this thing. It's not, it's not working. It's not, it's not. Let me tell you something. That voice you are hearing. Give up. It's not working. Give up. It's not working. Give up. It's testing you. He wants to deny you the glory of God. Anytime you go through difficulty as a believer, remember Hebrews chapter 10, verse number 35. The Bible said, according to Hebrews 10, verse 35, what did he say? So do not throw away your confidence. He said, trust in the Lord. Remember the reward it brings 
the reward it brings you, people of God, there is a confidence the devil is targeting. Anytime a believer goes through something, your confidence is under attack. That confidence you have in God, that belief you have in God, that confidence you have that God is able to transform your life is under attack. The Bible said, John 10, 10, the devil came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So what is he stealing in your life? Your confidence. He wants to steal that joy you used to have in God. So somebody you used to come to church and dance to the glory of God. But all of a sudden you were hit with this thing. And even coming to church becomes a trouble for you. You want to just dance. The dance moves will just not come. You want to sing. Even when you came to church, we say sing hallelujah. We say praise the Lord. Even opening your mouth to say amen alone is a trouble. What is happening to you is that your confidence is under attack. If the devil will get your confidence, he can get anything around you. Am I here with somebody? And I am here to let you understand that Jesus Christ was tested in every way and he prevailed. You will also prevail. You will go through that challenge See, no amount of suffering will weigh you down. No amount of challenge will bring you down as a believer. You will endure it. You will go through it. And I see you victorious at the end of the day. You will sing a song of glory to the Lord at the end of the day. You will also join the people to say, God has been so good to me. You see, you will also say, Ebenezer, this is how far the Lord has brought me. You will not fail. No, you will not fail. That challenge will not overwhelm you. You will not fail. Undim kuko da bi. Obitu ninyon ze, mindi kuko da. Mindi kuko da. Abra boimo mindi kuko. Yes, my friend. Is that not a song? People of God, I want to help you understand. If God be for you, you can never die. Mm-mm, the challenges will come, but it will not overwhelm you. I want you see, I just came to help somebody understand this thing. That when you allow the Spirit of God to start a process of transformation in your life, one of the things that is possibly greeting you may be suffering. Every new marriage, those who married fresh, if you remember, the first year, the second year, the third year, you are greeted with something. It greets you, pam. You can be with a boyfriend or girlfriend for a long time. The day you choose to marry. (laughs) I was teaching in one of the classes and I made an example. And one woman asked me, Rev, why is it so? I said, only God knows. <laughs> because what it happens is that uh, when you are boyfriend, girlfriend, nothing happened. Although you're there, although so, you know, you have names you've been calling. When was the last time you remember that name you call your, 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 your boyfriend when you were boyfriend? You used to call him dear, you used to call him sweetie. What again? How did you call him? Which one? Ah, a VPOA. 
When was the last time after you married you called that name again? The truth of the matter is that after you are married, the reality of life begins to set in. Satan's from your home, their home, every home will now start up. <laughs> they will come and face you. So right now, the fight is not coming from only your side. It's coming from every angle. His side is coming, your side is coming, their side is coming. Even baby Ojina can't fight in the war. Are you here with me? You will overcome all those battles. I will be surprised when you fail. I'll be surprised if you fail. You will not fail. In Christ, the Bible said in First John chapter 5, it said, The one that is greater than in you, he said, The one that is in you is greater than the one. That is in the world. Are you here with me? There is something inside of you that makes you an overcomer. You, Satan will try his best, but God will be there to make sure you overcome. Suffering will not bring you down. Instead, one of the things I want you to understand. All the things that the Spirit of God will introduce into your life. Everything He will introduce into your life. He has a reason why He is introducing it. Shall I tell you why He is introducing it? The, the friends that are leaving you. The contracts that are not coming. The things that are just not happening. You know the reason why He is introducing that? It's because He wants to kill something inside of you. He's, he wants something to die in you. He wants a certain aspect of your life to die. So Jesus said, until a grain of wheat falls on the ground and die, it remains alone. Until that grain of wheat falls on the ground. Jesus wants to kill some things in your life. Jesus in the wilderness. God was testing whether he will cut short his ministry because of food. What made Adam and Eve sin? Is it not apple that made them sin? Do you know Jesus also was tested on apple? He was tested. Can you imagine a young lady in and you are standing by the roadside? You have just walked out from this service, determined that you will not fornicate again. No man will rub his hand around you again. And you walk by the roadside, and there come this car, white, all white Range Rovers, parked in front of you. And the rain, you know, you can see the dripping, he's dripping. And the, the man said, Why no jumping? Where are you going? I'm going your direction. Anywhere you want to go, I want to take you. <laughs> oh my goodness. But you have heard the word of God and you have made your choice. You have made your decision. The man is coming to tempt you even after church. Insurance talk. 
Obede. Usu na u nisika o faka. Trotro na With all the beauty. What will you do? Dani aboi abodu. Abodu ni na white canimu. Jump in! What up ye can a cra? Sent in every canamo banner a single perfume. They say, Jump in. My lady, jump in. Will you jump? It's a question. Don't answer me. You have to answer yourself. <laughs> Are you here with me this morning? But all I'm trying to help you understand that the same temptation Jesus went through in the wilderness, we go through it every day. Satan will bring us to a point of life where we have no option and he will test you to see if the word you have been receiving is truly working in your life. So every day there are stones in front of you. And it, let me tell you something. Satan will not tempt you on something he knows you cannot fall for. Every temptation the devil brings your way, he knows you can fall for it. You will overcome. I say what? You will overcome. Satan will not bring a woman to somebody who he knows that Nipano Sikan or Penyan woman or Pen. Obi or Hodi or Batu Honor the Sikatu or Befa Sikaneja or Ban. Obisu or Hodi or Bako Kotu Honor the Sikan Ufa one million US dollars to her. Obesha Sika or Basika or Basika or Befa or Banajeska. So Satan know your taste, only will taste. And he will always bring you a desert thing he knows you will fall for. But you see, when the Spirit of God comes into you, what he does is that that emptiness, that darkness, that ignorance in you that Satan has been exploring, when he comes, he starts removing them one by one. He starts removing them one by one. The removal process is very difficult, I'm telling you. It's very challenging. You know, it's challenging to the point that you are hungry and you, they say, oh, I want to take you out. They say, you know, Kofi, we have done this thing for a long time, but who they, and then they're out in Omenia and Kobium. Mejai. Some of you have to go back and look into the face of that young man and say, you know what? You know what? We are ready now. Abba, you need to endure, you need to go through it. God wants to kill some things in you. When that thing is done, when God is done with you, eh, you will see the miracles that will be happening in your life. The Bible said, After Jesus Christ has passed the test angels came and ministered to him. Angels came and ministered to him. And after the angels came and ministered to him, the Bible said, and his fame went abroad. You, you have not gone through any test. You say your fame should go abroad. What have you survived? What are you going through? 
My question to somebody this morning is that what is God trying to kill in your life but you are trying to resurrect? God is trying to kill something and we are also busily trying to resurrect it. Somebody just, a young man just walked out of your life and you are still chasing the young man begging him for what? God just Kill that relationship. You are still chasing. See, Bonini call. What do you want to do? Bonini bra. God is killing the thing. You are chasing it. It's not everybody who lives your life you have been chasing. Some of the people, when they live, eh, you have to go to church and wear white, white. The way I'm going. In fact, when you are coming out, they don't wear any black. Shoe, white. Hair, numpo, crowbet to me, I die. Die in a white. Uba, nedi adanse kakraka. Then you take a handkerchief. Di asane nedi tinfifre ne kofie because you know what God has just taken you from something that will cause your trouble. Ba ye bimuri nyankupon kuwa dene afine yedhiyechi. I pray you have understanding this morning. Mm, you need understanding. Lord, we need understanding. Just put your hands on your head and say, I need understanding. All the trouble some of us are having in our life is because of certain things we have introduced into our lives. Certain things we've introduced. We have gone for baggages that are destroying our, our own self. I pray right now. Paul said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice. I also beseech you right now that you will present yourself to God as a living sacrifice that is willing to die for the glory of God to be seen in your life. I know testimonies will begin in your life. Because see, what I'm doing is that I'm introducing the spirit of God into you. As we preach this word, I open the gate for the spirit of God to start working something in the life of somebody. You see the way you are thinking right now. I am challenging your theory. I'm challenging your theology. I'm challenging the way you think. Once that staring begins, what happens is that now you are questioning yourself. You are questioning the things you've been doing. God will start giving you answers. He will start working with you. He will start introducing you to what he wants you to know. The process may not be easy. But I want to guarantee you if Jesus didn't fail in the wilderness, the Bible said, if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, if that same spirit be in you, it will quicken your mortal bodies. Romans chapter 8 verse 14. No, verse 11. The same spirit that raised him from the dead, 
is the same spirit at work in you too is the same spirit at work in you my lady is the same spirit at work in you there is a spirit at work in you right now that spirit is bringing down every negative voice anything challenging your faith anything that wants you to give up and make sure that you throw away all the things that God is doing in your life. This morning, my prayer for you is that let the spirit of God that raised Christ from the dead, I quicken that spirit within you right now. I quicken that spirit within you right now. I quicken that spirit within you right now. Receive a quickening in your spirit in the name of Jesus. After today, some of you begin to hear the voice of God. He will begin to direct you. Because the spirit of God will enter your life. He will begin to talk to you. He will begin to deliver you from all the onslaught of the enemy. Let me tell you something. The things that Satan brought into your life to bring shame, you will begin to change them. Thank you, spirit of God. There are some of us who are going through some challenges. Satan is making things so tough and difficult for you. But I want to help you. Every believer goes through one thing or the other. I showed you from that scripture in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 35 that there are other people. When, do, when people were receiving their children back to life, they are enduring torture. Your faith is to endure. That faith is given to you to go through that challenge. And as it is, your challenge will not last forever. Your challenges are a night you are in. Once there is night, there will be day. Do you understand me? Once there is night, there is what? There is a day. And the day will sure come. The days are normally longer than the night. You know that? Ah, do you know somebody's day can end at 10 p.m.? Another person's day can end at 11 p.m.? Somebody's night may start at 1 a.m. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your day has just begun. I say, I announce your day this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ. Place your hands on your chest and pray this prayer with you as I close. Just pray that God help my faith. Help my faith. Help my faith. Just pray for yourself. That God will help your faith. As you go through challenges of life. Jesus told his disciples. That when you go through the. He said anybody that comes after me. Must be willing to carry his cross. As you are carrying that cross. My prayer for a child of God. Is that you will not faint under the cross. If Jesus didn't faint. You will not faint. If Jesus didn't die in the wilderness, he will not die. If the grave couldn't hold him, you will not be held down by your challenges. Every form of sickness holding anybody down this morning. I receive a command from the Lord to bless somebody. And I bless you with healing right now. I command your healing right now. I command that let the voices that are command that are challenging your progress, the voices that are challenging your breakthrough, the voices that are challenging your healing. Right now, I receive a command to silence those voices. Let the voices be silenced. Thank you, Spirit of God, for helping a sister 
for helping a brother, for helping a mother, for helping a young one. You are coming out. You are being delivered. The Spirit of God is beginning a work in your life. He is beginning a process in your life. I see him come on some people right now. And he is starting a work in your life. Receive that life right now. 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 Laughter is coming to you. Anything that makes you cry, I see laughter. I see the garment of shame removed and the beauties are relieved. You see, every form of ashes is replaced with beauty. I see your beauty coming up. I see new garments on you. Joy is coming to you. I say 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 joy is coming to somebody. In the name of Jesus. The Lord will help you. He will take you through. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Can we appreciate God with a hand clap? It, Lord. You deserve it. If we are awake this morning, we have life. We are walking about. Lord, it is your doing. We will not give the praise to any man but to your name. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you have done in our life. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Is somebody happy to be in the presence of the Lord this morning? One of the things I want you to know is that anytime you are able to open your eyes every morning and your eyes are open, it means that God has done a miracle in your life. Every day you wake up from bed is a miracle. Hallelujah. How many of you knew exactly what time you fell asleep yesterday? <laughs> Please off the fan for these people. You can leave mine. How many of you remembered the time exactly you slept yesterday night? You didn't remember. You just know you went to bed around 10 p.m. But ask at exactly what time sleep came. You never remembered. That is how people die and they don't remember. Yeah. Death will come to you when you don't even know. You are not aware of it. Are you here with me? So when you are alive in the house of the Lord, when you are still alive in the land of the living, God deserves praise. Are you here with me? I say what? God deserves praise. Anybody that is alive in the land of the living, you have to thank God. Your situations notwithstanding, you have to thank God. We want to receive a song from MCR before um, we proceed. We want to just take a solo. Um, let's receive that song quickly before we proceed. 
If you can sing along, I want you to sing along. If it touches your heart, whatever the song instructed you to do, just feel free and do it. Because it's a ministration from the Lord to somebody this morning. Yes, Lord. My God, we worship you. Mm. Ah.
Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a song. Is he only one person in church today? Hallelujah. People of God, the song is ministering to you and I about Christ, his wonderfulness, his greatness. And anytime you come to church, it is only one man that you came to meet. And that man is what? Jesus Christ. And anytime you come, throughout all our worship, throughout the sermons, throughout the prayer, everything that is done must be pointing you towards that one man called what? Jesus. Hallelujah. This morning, I will be starting a series throughout the month of July. And then, my aim for this series is to help as many as are willing to see change in their life. If you want to see a change in your life, in your, in your Christian life, as you walk with God, you see, there is a way you can walk with God and you will never see a change. The change I'm talking about here, I'm talking about a change that can affect your spiritual life and affect the result you generate. Are you here with me? You know, recently I've been sitting, I sit down and the Spirit of God just took me back. It took me back into time and then started taking me through my, my, my spiritual journey with him. How I started. And he, you know, I, I it was it was a sort of a question and an answer moment. So he took me back into time and started showing me where I started from and how far I have come. So I was asking him so many questions. And some of the answers he gave me are the, some of the things I'll be sharing with you. For everyone that wants to see a transformation in your life, then this month... You have to be very serious with all the things I will tell you. Because you see, there is a common saying that every great man you see has a story. And if you want to be great, you listen to the story of great men. Because in their story, they have their hidden secret. Are you here with me? Yeah, in the story of great people, they have the secret. So they will be talking with you as they talk with you. One line, two lines of all the things they say reveals to you what made them great. Are you here with me? So, if you think there is a magic somewhere that will transform your life anyhow, one time. No, 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 no. I'm about to surprise you. God is not a magician. He takes you through a process. He takes you through time. And that is what I want to help somebody understand. Nothing actually changes around you until something begins to change within you. Let me repeat myself. You will never see any change on the outside until there is a change in the inside. Every change you see, see, do you know that the road you see where we walk on now 
filled with uh, uh, gravels and stones. Those of you who used to be here five years ago, you know the road wasn't like that. Do you know that? But how did the road change? Stones fell from heaven and then covered it. Is that how it changed? Human beings sat down to plan. Somebody came and said, if I will be around this area, I want the area to be like this. Do you understand me? What happened? The road that you see on the physical, first of all, started from the brain. What you see manifest on the physical started from here. Somebody sat down and said, I want to create a road and I don't want to put an asphalt on it. I want to pour stones on it. That is how can you see what you are seeing here. What you see in our background, somebody sat down to think about it. So, before you see anything in the physical, first of all, something happened within. Are we on the same platform now? You can never see anything on the outside until something starts happening within you. Change is not magic. Change is not what? Change is not what? If you want your life to change, if there is anything in your life you don't like and you want to change it, it takes deliberate effort. Now, even miracles don't happen all of a sudden. Miracles are created. Tell somebody, miracles are created. I, 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 I. I said, even miracles don't just fall from the sky. Miracles are created. Every miracle you see is a creation of God. God orchestrated it. But before the miracle is created, there is somebody who thinks that this my daughter, this my son, when he gets to this point of life, I want to give so and so this thing. So, a person doesn't just fall into miracle. No. Miracles are actually calculated and they release them according to the time of life that the person needs it. Hello. One of the things I would like you to understand, Jesus wanted to multiply bread to feed 5,000 men and women. What did he do? He said, first of all, let everybody sit down. He wants to create a miracle. He wants to make a miracle happen. He said, let everybody what? Sit down. Miracles go through a process before they manifest themselves. So if we talk about a miracle and you are thinking about you will just wake up one day and a billion dollar will hit you, bam. No, billion dollar don't just jump to you like that. When it jumps to you like that, you will faint. You will collapse. You will misuse it. You will not have value for it. And whatever thing you don't have value for, the misuse of that thing is eminent. Are you here with me? If I give you 
an iPhone 11 Pro or maybe 12. Do we have iPhone 12 now? Or 13? 12. If I give you an iPhone, my brother, and you don't know anything about iPhone. In fact, you, you are not a technology uh, maniac. You don't, you, you, you don't know technology. You understand me? When I give you an iPhone, you will not see the value of it. Do you know that? You will take it as though it's one of the phones. But when I give the same iPhone to somebody who knows about technology and knows phone, they will handle it like a baby. Hello. What I am here to let somebody understand is that there is change in the atmosphere. I see your life change. I see everything you do begin to transform. But first of all, you need to have understanding to bring that change to come to pass. Romans chapter 8, 12, verse number 1. Romans chapter 12, verse number 1. At least for today, you have gotten it right. Can we read it together? And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice. The kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. He said, my brothers and my sisters, let us give our bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice. A sacrifice that is living. A sacrifice that is holy. No transformation is sudden. Every sudden transformation ends suddenly. <laughs> no transformation is sudden. Every sudden transformation ends suddenly. Proverbs chapter number 13 verse number 11. The Bible said, wealth from get quick, get rich quick, schemes quickly disappears. Ahunya dia ahunya every get quick, get rich quick, mono. Bible says it suddenly what? Disappears. Wealth from hard work grows over time. There is always a process to change. There is always a process to increase. And this morning, I want to start with somebody. This journey is a month-long journey. And I want you to pay critical attention to me. 
I'm a spiritual person. I believe in the supernatural. But the supernatural doesn't come to people who are unprepared. Are you here with me? Remember what Bishop said the last time. He said, uh, what's the name? Faith must meet uh, preparation. Is that the word he used? Yes. You have to be prepared for some things to happen to you. Nothing just happened in a vacuum. Nothing happened in a vacuum. Are you here with me? Mm. Before even you win a lotto or lottery, US visa lottery or whatever lottery, you need to go to, and uh, you know people do calculation for those things. Ah, there is permutation and calculation. If you, if you don't just jump into some fortune like that, too, everything goes through what? A process. I've been here with somebody this morning. And one of the catalysts, Adi Bakua, to me, Emma Adi Sisan Prekupe, Ewa Yabrabomo, Yefenu Hunhun Konkron. Antoinette, the Spirit of God is the chief catalyst in every transformation you see in the life of a believer. Don't expect change. If you don't know the Spirit of God, forget about when I talk about change, forget it. Because, and start staring you up, staring you up, staring you up, staring you up. He gives you the idea you need. He gives you the way to go. He guides your way. On everything in your life will remain stable until there is an introduction of the Spirit of God into your life. Nothing moves until the Spirit of God comes. The church will never grow until we begin to experience the dimensions of the Spirit of God. A believer will not be quickened to do anything in the house of God until the Spirit of God begins to instruct that believer. Sorry, them. If you don't have the spirit of God, you will not be quickened to do anything for God. Do you know that it is in your activities that you do for God that brings transformation in your life? The Bible said about the Spirit of God in Genesis chapter number 1, verse number 1 and verse number 2. When you read Genesis chapter number 1, verse 1, the Bible said, In the beginning God created. It said God created heavens and the earth. Verse number 2, can we proceed? The Bible said the earth was formless and empty. When God created, how can God create a formless and an empty world? God created something and the Bible said the thing that God created is formless and empty. Now, people of God, it could be somebody that is sitting in front of me now. You are a creation of God but nothing is happening in your life. You may be a creation of God but your life is void and your life is empty. Confusion everywhere in your life. You could be in the, the story in Genesis chapter number two, 1 verse 2. The Bible said... But and darkness covered the deep of waters, the deep waters, dark 
darkness everywhere. When the Spirit of God saw there is darkness, the Bible said the Spirit of God began to hover around. He hovered around the surface. He started moving around the surface of the dark. He started moving in the empty places of your life. He started moving. As he began to move, the Bible said in verse 2, and God said, until the spirit of God comes, you can never hear the voice of God. Mm. The change you want, my brother, is to, is to know how you want to go in life. And who will tell you how to go in life? Is God that must show you the way. Is that not it? And before God will show you the way, you need his spirit to tell you, to begin to move before God will talk. Everybody that encountered God, first of all, encountered the Spirit. Any man that ever encountered God for a transformation, first must encounter his Spirit. We have a church of people who are not encountering the Spirit of God. You see, Anybody that encounters the Spirit of God, you don't repeat things to the person twice. Only once the person picks it up. The Bible says, once has God spoken, but twice have I heard. So God will speak to you once, but a man of the Spirit will keep repeating it to him or herself. Remember the Bible said, Jesus said, when the day comes, when the Spirit comes, he will lead you into all truth. The Spirit of God is the direction. He leads you and I to the truth of God. He leads you to the truth, the knowledge of God. People of God, I want to use the ministry of Jesus Christ to show you how Jesus received a transformation in his ministry. At what point in time Jesus received a transformation? The Bible says for 30 years Jesus walked upon the surface of the earth and nobody knew him. The man was anointed. 30 years he was born the savior. 30 years he was the Messiah. But nobody knew him. Except his mother and his father. Nobody knew Jesus Christ. But one day he went to the river of Jordan. The Bible said he met a man called John the Baptist. And when John the Baptist saw him, he entered the water with Jesus Christ. And he was baptized according to John uh, Matthew chapter number 3, verse number 16 and verse number 17. The Bible said after Jesus Christ received the baptism, the Bible said the heavens opened and the spirit of God came upon him like a dove. The spirit of God fell on Jesus Christ. A voice came down from heaven. I am telling you that until you receive the spirit of God, don't expect to hear the voice of God. Antoine, if you want to see a change in your life, you have to desire the spirit of God. You cannot break protocol. Anointing oil will not bring you the voice of the spirit. You cannot hear. See, I am talking to you. I may anoint you. I may be led to anoint you. But that is why I told you until understanding comes. Anointing is void. We anoint people who don't have understanding of what we are doing to them. So we don't see results. 
Are you here with me? But you see, when you, when I anoint you uh, a goodie, and you have understanding of what I am anointing you for, the performance of the thing is very fast. The perform. See, when I pour oil on you, that you will be rich, eh? and you have understanding of what I'm talking about. See. I don't need any prayer again. You will see that the manifestation of what I'm talking about comes so quickly. The Bible said when Jesus Christ was baptized, the heavens opened. And when the heaven opened, the voice didn't come first. The Spirit of God came first. After the Spirit of God came first, something happened. God spoke. God spoke. This morning I pray for a child of that you will receive the spirit of God. The transformative element of God. The power of God that brings transformation. The power of God that brings change. If your business is not doing well, encounter the spirit of God. Invite him into your business. Invite him into your life. Your Christian life, today you are here, tomorrow you are there. Some of you have vowed to yourself, I will not take alcohol again, but it is it's, it's as if you were, you were joking. The day you say you will not drink, that is the day you even drank more. The day you say you will not fornicate, that is the day you have the edge to go and sleep around. The day you see, you see, anytime you put laws and restrictions on yourself, what the Lord does to you is that it opens you up for devil to tempt you more. But when the spirit of the Lord comes upon you, you don't need any law again. He guides you into all truth. He leads you beside the still waters. He prevented all the things that are supposed to tempt you. He, pre- he cuts them out from your life. You are receiving change. I say your life is receiving a change. You will receive the spirit of God. Your life will change. Your life will change. The spirit of God. That is why the Bible will tell you and I, according to Romans chapter number 8 verse number 11. As many as are led by the spirit of God. The Bible said they are the sons of God. You have to be led by the spirit for you to be called. The qualification to be called a son of God is by leading of the spirit. Now, uh, verse 14, sorry. Romans chapter 8 verse 14. As many as are led by the spirit of God. Is it there? For all who are led by the spirit of God are called or are children of God. Now, one of the wonderful things about the spirit of God, I want to introduce you to before I close this morning. When you want to see a change in your life, you need the spirit of God. Come on, say the spirit of God. Adams. She ain't see what as a Christian until the spirit of God comes. Nothing will happen in your life. You will just be operating at a normal level. Would you no, your Yeah, your power, your influence can do some things for you. But the truth of the matter is that when your power and your influence is mixed with the power and the influence of the Spirit of God, let me tell you something. 
you can be relaxing and things will be happening in your life. You don't understand how. There is a dimension to life that certain things happen in your life. You cannot explain how it came. Yeah. If you ask me how I came to Adenta to start a ministry, there are some things I can explain. There are so many things I can't explain to you. I cannot explain to you, not because I don't know. It's because I don't know how it happened. Are you here with me? One moment I am so I am I, I am so into Kasua and all the environs in Kasua. At another moment, I am moved from there to this place. What I am trying to help you understand is that you see. Unless you and I learn to walk with the Spirit of God, we cannot experience transformation in our life. No matter the level of transformation you want in life. When you meet the Spirit of God, there is a transformation. When Jesus met the Spirit of God, unfortunately, a lot of time, when you meet the Spirit of God the first time, the transformation He starts in your life may not be pleasant. Ha <laughs> ha! Jesus heard the voice of God. The Bible said, a voice tended from heaven. Matthew chapter number 3, verse number 16 and 17. A voice tended from heaven. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. After the spirit of God came upon him, look at what happened. Verse 4, Matthew chapter number 4, verse number 1. The Bible said, then the spirit of God led him into the wilderness. Antoinette. The spirit of God if he wants to bring a transformation in your life, the first place of call is to lead you mildly into wilderness. as a Christopher. Patrick, we don't like it. Wilderness, no. We don't like it. Do you know the wilderness? The wilderness, let, let, let me, you see, the wilderness is a place of training for a believer. Anybody that enters the wilderness is entering a training zone. Every believer that is in the wilderness season of your life is a place that God will take you for you to receive a training for the purpose he has called you for. So anytime the spirit of God visits you and he wants to transform your life, what he does is that he, he, he adds to your life by removing some things from your life. The Spirit of God wants to bring transformation into your life. Danny, come. Uh, Ike, come. Uh, my brother, come. Uh, I need a lady. I need a lady. Volunteer. A beautiful lady. 
I need a beautiful lady. Amazing. No beautiful ladies in this church. <laughs> uh-huh. You say you are beautiful. In fact, you are living gorgeous. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for her. Mauli and Ayo come. These guys are looking too gentle for my liking. So you stand here. I will show you something. Uh-huh. These ones are casual. So braha. Uh, I need uh, Abu Braha. Come. You'll be a good example. Uh-huh. Now look at something. This is Abigail who is being led by the Spirit of God. Okay. Let's say for the purpose of my meeting today, you are a bad guy. You are a bad guy. You are a bad guy. For the purpose of this service, not for life. Hallelujah. Now, Abigail has a company of all these young men. This one, I like the dreadlocks. This one, I like. He looks too gentle, but still, let me make him a bad guy for today. Now, look at what happened. This young lady desire a living, a leading by the Spirit of God. But the company she is in, the people now, into, uh, you guys, uh, as we mingle, uh, why do you, as a man, you, you fraternize with them, fraternize. Still, we are too rigid. Me, me say, we young funny, these are your friends, so I want you to mingle with them, like Munchati, uh-huh, Charlie, what's up? That is the word. Now, so, this is a group of people, an association that a child of God, a daughter of God is in. Are you here with me? God wants to change your life. God wants to take you away and make you a better person. But you see, the environment, the people around you may not allow you to be what God wants you to be. So, the moment you receive the Spirit of God, which is the word of God I'm giving you now, the moment you receive the Spirit of God, He starts giving you a certain understanding. You start feeling uncomfortable hanging around all these people. You start feeling uncomfortable. No, 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 no. This guy, why am I here at this time? So, what the Spirit of God does is that when the Spirit of God is introduced into your life, what it does, He starts moving these guys away one by one. So, Maoli will go. Something will just happen between you and him. No longer friends. This guy, what's up, you know? You're moving our call. So, when Mauli goes, I need one Sutuman to come. Ayobra. Uh, Sutuman. So, Mauli has been replaced by what God wants in your life. So, he brings somebody. What is he doing? He is adding to your life by first of all, he will subtract from your life. He, is, he wants to add to your life. But first of all, he must subtract the unwanted things that are in your life. So Jesus Christ was a man. His name has never been heard. He was baptized. The Spirit of God came. He took him to the wilderness. He took him to the wilderness so that he can subtract some things from his life. Then he can now add what he wants to give him. Look at it. So Jesus, you, God wants to add to you. But he must remove Mauli and bring Ayu. He remove Abu. One of them, one man should come, please come, and bring another person here. Are you here with me? What is he doing now? I have one person, one wrong person still around, 
Uh-huh. You are wrong today, okay? But you are not wrong. <laughs> now, one wrong man is still around. Jesus wants to still make sure you are totally healed, you are totally complete. So what does he do? He removed this man and bring the white man. White man, come. He asked the white man to your life. Now look at the class of people the Spirit of God has added to your life. All these men will now give you what God wants you to have for what he has called you to do in this world. But these ones will mislead you. This one will take you to places. They will, you see, will be because a WhatsApp. Now, WhatsApp would be here. Now, but at the end of the day, but the Spirit of God wants to lead you. He wants to save you. He wants to guide you. He wants you to have the right thinking. He wants you to have the right frame of mind. Are you here with me? When you have money, when you have your salary, these guys will tell you, Charlie, let's go chill. Let's go clap. Let's go. No, Charlie. Now, but this man in shoot, you know he's a church guy. He will tell you, oh, you have money. Have you paid your tithe first? Have you given what belongs to God first? Have you paid your sacrifice? Have you done this? Have you done that? These are the things he will introduce into your life because there is a place that he is taking you on a journey. introduce The journey he is taking you on. You need a certain mindset, but once you are hanging around certain people, the mindset, you can never have it. You can't have it. So he must change you. How does he change? He removes from your life. The removal process is what Christopher Yempe. Ah. Preoccupy, he can become your enemy. Let me help you understand this thing very well. Not everybody who lives your life is the working of the devil. Sometimes, anytime you are spiritual, you are entering into a certain dimension, the spirit of God removes some people from your life. He will remove it. One dangerous one is even he can remove your husband from you. Mm. Mm. So who's a boy now? One person be jano no. What did he mean? Be here oh. Ni angkopo. O tuami ka o tuami lighti o tuami. O tuanti na usu di boneno. So o tuano o nusu be jina. Oh Jesus Christ. He go collect. Now be tuano undi free. Clap your hands for them, please. How many of you have gotten the understanding right now? So Jesus wants to be used by God. God wants to use Jesus. And the first point of call was to take him to the wilderness. And that is the journey I will be taking you on throughout this month. God willing. There are certain spiritual encounters you must have in life. Until you have such spiritual encounters. You are not ready to be used by God. When I say to be used by God, I'm not talking about becoming a pastor. I'm talking about to become the billionaire that God has ordained you to become. For you to walk in the purposes and the calling of God for your life, you need certain encounter. And that encounter normally comes when you are vulnerable. When you are lowly, you are hungry. When there is nobody there to help you. 
that is when the spirit of God has your attention to work on you more. When every friend of yours you know, when anything, all the things you have built, when they all come down, you have the attention. You have, you see, he has your attention now to start talking to you. Because there are certain men, there are certain businesses, there are certain things around us. Once those things are around, we cannot hear God well. You can't hear God well. Some of us, eh, if not for the troubles you are going through, you will not know God. I'm telling you. Me and come come fasting. My fast is a not that I don't my father was a police officer he was the the commander in Joasso the food is there but I don't know for one reason or the other I just left him I said I want to come to Accra <laughs> so I just told him I don't want to be in Joasso I want to be in Accra my mom is in Akachi I could, if I go, see, where my mom stays in my village, everybody is everybody's mother and father. You can be in that village and not work. You still eat and be free. You ask them. Are you here with me? But I chose to come to Accra and hustle. It's the leading of the Spirit of God. He need to disassociate you from certain people that will comfort you. You have too much comfort so you cannot see change. Some of you, the last time you saw a breakthrough in your life was about two years ago. You know the reason why? Because that breakthrough makes you comfortable. So you are not willing to dare and enter into more realms. Comfort is a killer. Comfort steals from you. Remember the first temptation that Jesus encountered in the wilderness. The devil told him, turn that stone into bread. Matthew chapter 4, verse number 2. He said, you are hungry. Yes, I am hungry. You know that stone. As you are fasting, you have power. God has given you power. Command the stone to become bread. He wants to influence your desire. He wants to influence the thing. People of God, anytime God wants to start a process of change in your life, Material things, food, one of those things will have, he will kill the desire in you. You know, the first thing that caused men to sin was food. Do you know that? Ah, Adam and Eve, what brought them down? One bite, apple, food. And what caused the problem? Desire. Desire. Me kondo ebianebi. Me kondo adiebi. O kondo. Desire. The devil pushes them. He was pushing them. Not knowing they were pushing them away from the garden of the Lord. Anytime the devil is pushing you towards something you know is wrong. Remember Adam and Eve in the garden. He is pushing you. Not, 
The devil will make you look as if Charlie, you are enjoying yourself. You will be powerful. You will be. Is that not what he told him? That ah, when you eat this thing, you will be like God. Not knowing that becoming like God is driving you, you away from God Himself. Come on, say, I will see change. Is somebody noticing something this morning? When the first greeting the Spirit of God will give every believer who desire to change is the wilderness experience. I went through it, you will go through it. When you qualify from there, then you begin to see the glory of God. The Bible said about Jesus Christ that when he returned from the wilderness, his fame went abroad. When Jesus returned from the wilderness, the fame of Christ went where? He went abroad. You want to be famous. You want money. You want breakthrough. You want a change in level. You don't want to go through the wilderness. Jesus said, the master, the servant is not greater than the master. Whatever they do to the master, they will do to you also. Would they open a new nyamnu, but won't pay process no offer Huh? Goody. Shout, change. Change is coming to you, I'm telling you. No, you cannot receive. What I'm coming to show you in the next four weeks. I know by the time we finish, somebody will be working on a higher platform. God will transform your life by the working of the Spirit of God. By the working of the Spirit of God. I remembered when hunger comes, when you mean chivia, a whole day kofi between the chivia and the other, and chivia nimpo a bar, nyangu pona domonti ne bar. Ye dig me to me, any name me do anyo me nyape the whole day I'm okay. Now your bought tongues, because me to me nanti from SCC barrier to Kokrobite, King's University around that area. That's why I used to stay. When I am walking on that lonely road, I am prophesying. I am speaking into the future. I am commanding things to happen. People of God, those times are times where even money to take car a one day. I know there are some of you who are going through some of these challenges. But I want to help you understand that you are in a process. Don't cut short that process. If you are having difficulties today, I want to remind you that when Jesus Christ was anointed by God, he went, the first place of call was the wilderness. You are trying to build the business. All the techniques you do, it's not working. It's a process. It's what? It's a process. When everything is done, James chapter number 1 verse number 3, the Bible said, according to James chapter number 1 verse number 3, I say this as I close. It said, for you know that when your faith is tested, 
your endurance has a chance to grow. So with Jidesha or Hona who train whom your friend is if you want to see the goodness of God in the land of the living, you need the spirit of God. Not every struggle you go through today is from the devil. There is a way I interpret things. When I lose some things, I don't just jump at the devil, the devil. No, 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 no. I ask questions. Holy Ghost, where did I go wrong? Because I knew Job lost a lot of things, but it was not the, the devil was not the problem. It was God. God planned it. That he wants to add to Job. He wants to give him a double. But before the double comes, you must lose the old things. So not every loss is from the devil. Sometimes we blame the devil unjustly. Are you here with me? People of God, this morning I came with this word to you. Change is coming. But there are spiritual encounters you must have. And the first spiritual encounter you will have in life is what I call the wilderness encounter. In the wilderness, you are trained to lose so many things that are so dear to you. You will lose them. You will lose that girlfriend. Ah, you will lose that business. You may be sacked from your job. So many things that are dear to you, you may lose them. But that is the first stage. That is the that's the first stage. Jesus entered the wilderness. And the Bible said, when he came out from the wilderness, his fame went abroad. He went around doing miracles like he has no head. But remember, before the miracle, he did 40 days fasting and 40, 40 days fasting. God took him through 40 days. And you would have thought that after you fasted, the first person, the first voice you would have heard would be the voice of God. Huh? <laughs> you would have thought, having done 40 days and 40 nights of fasting, the first man that should be talking to you is not God. Do you know the first person who spoke to Jesus Christ? The devil. He came and tempted him. It was when he finished tempting him that the Bible said, and the angels of the Lord. Look at Matthew chapter number 3, verse number 11. 4 verse 11. After he passed the test, after you pass the test, then you will see the angels of God. The test has come. He said, then the devil went away. And what? Angels came. Took care of him. Good. Yeah, I have 14 days fasting and prayer. The first voice you may hear is the voice of that boy who has been disturbing you. Good morning, fasting area. Says this year to me. 40 days of spiritual encounter. Who the one night make a waste? 
You see the thing now. So people don't understand why they fasted, they prayed, things are not happening. It's because you were not told that when you fast and pray, the first voice that must come to you, may come to you, is the voice of the devil. So you think, after you fasted, you pray, the first voice you heard, no. Oh, Nyanko Pankasa. Who told you? Who deceived you? Read it. It is when you pass, then God will now send angels to come and do what? Comfort you and give you the reward that you desire. Your reward will come. I say, somebody, your reward is coming. You will receive that reward in the name of Jesus. Come and shout, I will receive the reward. Your faith will be tested. You will grow. You will, be, you will become big. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Come and clap your hands and appreciate the goodness of God. So this morning, I spoke to you on what I titled Spiritual Encounters That Provoke Change, Part 1. Spiritual Encounters That Provoke Change. Huh. I see a dramatic turnaround in your life. I see a dramatic turnaround in your business. I see a dramatic turnaround in your family. I am led by the Spirit of God to speak to 10 people that are watching and listening to me right now. The Spirit of God is ministering to me right now that where you are, the situation, the condition you are in now, I hear a voice that is saying to me, I should speak to a lady, I should speak to a gentleman, that there is a dramatic turnaround coming to you right now. That the Spirit of God, you will have an encounter with the Spirit of God. The devil may be tempting you, but I see you overcome that temptation. The devil may be leading you through the wilderness, but I see you overcome come that thing. The Bible said the spirit of God drove him into the wilderness. You are being led in places that are not comfortable. But I see the hand of the Lord with you. I see God pick you up in the name of Jesus. You will not fall. You will not go. You will not go down. You will not fail in that temptation. I see strength. I see strength. I see strength. I see strength. Receive it in the name of Jesus. You shall not fall. Come and say, I will not fall. Come and say, I will not fall. Come and say, I will not fall. I minister to a weak person right now. Receive strength in your spirit. I minister to somebody that is going down. Receive the strength and the ability of God. I minister to a businessman that things are not going well. I said to you this morning, I receive the power of God for a transformation. I communicate to somebody's destiny right now that may what it's in that transform destinies may it be given to you this morning. Receive the ability of God. Receive the power of God. Receive the transformation grace of God. Shout I receive it. Come shout I hear you. Come shout I am going through it and I will come. I shall overcome. Come and say I will overcome. Overcome. You will overcome. 
say you will overcome. You will not go down. You will not go down the way other men went down. I say you will not go down the way other men went down. If people's business collapse in that situation, you, your business will not collapse. If people's marriages collapse in that situation, I am saying to you, your marriage will not collapse. You will not be disappointed. God never disappointed Jesus Christ. He will not disappoint you. He sent angels to help him. Angels are coming your way. My brother, just hold on a little. Stay on. Hold on a little. Stay on. Hold on a little. A little longer. Just stay on a little longer. Because you see, sometimes you can be disappointed to a point where you want to give up. But I'm going to tell you that sometimes it is the will of God for you to go through some of these things. As you go through them, hold on until the time of the Lord. Hold on till the time of the Lord. Hold on until you hear the voice of God. He will speak. I say he will speak. I say he will speak. I say God will speak. He will speak. My God will speak for me. 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 Your God will speak for you. The God of Zenith life will speak for you. I say he will speak for you. Zenith life, our slogan is our God is mighty. Our mighty God will speak for you. He will do mighty works in your life. He will take you places that your family never thought you would get there. He will deliver you from all the things that people thought would kill you. In the name of Jesus. The first Sunday in the month of July, I prophesy to you. It marks the beginning of new things in your life. You will be perfect in every area of life. The devil will never deceive you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Come on.